Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. I'm so glad that you're here with me for season two, episode two, Conviction is the Black Matriarch Still the Queen of the Family. Just in case you missed episode one, don't worry, it'll be there waiting for you after you finish this episode. Well, as they say in the movies, it's the most wonderful time of the year. No matter what holiday you're celebrating, this festive season is unlike any other time of the year because it allows us to remember what's most important. And typically, smiles are brighter and gestures are kinder during this celebratory time of the year. However, we also know that during a pandemic, even the most wonderful time of the year is different. While some may have their families and friends close, others may be in a nine month stretch of not having been with their family and friends. So we should all discover new ways of praying for each other, helping each other, and bonding with people in the best and safest ways possible. If you're like me, then this holiday season is unlike any you've ever experienced. So you're having to hold on to hope like never before. But I encourage you to remember to choose joy. This season is hard, but Jesus is still the reason for the season and every other season. So we still rejoice despite our sadness. So be the reason why someone smiles today. You just might help them change their life. And remember, anything can happen during Christmas time. I hope you had an opportunity to catch last week's episode. If not, remember I said you can always catch up when you get a chance. As I think about whether America is ready for Kamala Harris, I can't help but think about the portrayal of black women throughout American history. What instantly comes to mind is one of my favorite plays, A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. This iconic American story made its debut on Broadway in 1959. And did I mention how much I miss Broadway? I can't believe that I haven't made it to New York all, all year long. And I also can't believe that Broadway is dark for as long as it's been. But anyway, that's another episode. Well, some of the original cast of A Raisin in the Sun included Sidney Poitier, Ruby Dee, and Claudia McNeil. And the play portrays the younger family living on the south side of Chicago. The family is poor, and the patriarch of the family has just died. Mrs. Younger, also known as Mama, will soon inherit a life insurance check that will allow the family to change the circumstances of their life. Mama will be able to retire from her job as a domestic, and the daughter who is in college will be able to go to medical school. And the son, who is also married with a son, 
thinks that he will be able to invest the money and turn a profit. All of these people live in a two-bedroom apartment, and they all see a better future in the cause of a $10,000 check. Times sure have changed because they expected so much from $10,000. As the play goes on, we see the family struggle and debate on what should happen, but it is Mama who has to make the tough decisions and who ultimately has to sacrifice and forgive if the family is to stay together and press toward their future together. She must give up some of her own hopes and dreams for the dreams of her children, even when her children disappoint her. She must show love, even when love has not fully been extended to her. She's idolized in the play because without her, surely the family would have fallen apart or would not have been able to make it. Hansberry Play saw much acclaim, and while Hansberry Play also was met with some criticism, it is still widely popular today. In 2008, Sean Combs, Felicia Rashad, Sanaa Lathan, and others created a color version of the play directed by Kenny Leon. While it did not generate the success of the original version, it brought the play to a modern audience. But is Mama the same? Do black families revere the black mama the way a 1959 audience would? While we know families are comprised differently, one thing has remained consistent throughout the decades, and that is the role of the black matriarch and the role she plays in the black family. If you have a strong matriarch, then you have a strong family. As mentioned in last week's episode, there is no role that black women haven't fulfilled in this country, and because of this, black women have held together their families regardless of any difficulty they have faced. While they may not have earned respect outside of the home, they have always been put on a pedestal within their homes. They have been made to be queens, and while there is humanity in them, making them accessible to their families, they are also seen as divine, able to do anything, much like Mary, the mother of Jesus. Black mothers have always been seen as the fixers of their families, the glue of their families, and the thread that holds everyone together. These matriarchs don't take anyone's place because their place is so unique that only they can fill it. But has that changed? Is mama, mommy, mother, or whatever name you use to identify the matriarch in your life still just as relevant in 2020 as she was in decades past? If she doesn't sit around a table like in the movie Soul Food, is she still considered mama? What defines the black matriarch other than a woman who can cook well and solve the problems of her family? Shouldn't she be greater than that? So much has happened in 2020 that it would seem we wouldn't have time to address branding, but apparently anything goes. Recently, we saw the brand image of Aunt Jemima change because some felt it was racist to portray a mammy-type image. Quaker Oats owns the Aunt Jemima brand and introduced Aunt Jemima in 1889. Honestly, there are far more racist things in our country than pancake mix, but that is simply my opinion. Am I offended when I look at Aunt Jemima? No, but I also don't judge the level of others' offense. My mother and all of my aunts are great cooks, so I don't think of them as mammy or house slaves when they cook, no matter what they wear in the kitchen. I imagine when white women cook, they don't wear after five gowns either. I do think 
there is a connection between the removal of images and the lessening of the black matriarch in imaging. Whereas my generation was able to witness the beauty of Claire Huxtable, my younger cousins are able to witness the greatness of, well, nobody. My point, there are intentional movements to remove the black matriarch on a grand scale from all points. Has she changed over the years? Sure, we know she is no longer sitting at home, but black women can be just as vital outside of the home and still bear significance in their home. There is something to be said for how the imaging has changed. Is it being changed by the black culture or is it being changed for us? Has the importance changed because we want it to or are we being forced to accept its lessening role? The bottom line, is the black matriarch still the essence of the black family? The black culture has so many traditions and many of those traditions held from the black matriarch and those traditions are able to be passed from one generation to the other. It is interesting to see traditions, beliefs, and practices being handed down from older generations to current generations to future generations. How do you uphold your family's time-honored traditions? What traditions do you believe are integral to making the black culture such a unique body of people? During the holiday season, do you cook together, exchange gifts, go to church together, or participate in other activities that you hold dear to your heart? If you can't keep your traditional practice this year, are you looking to make new traditions to ensure all is not lost? No matter what you do, as we develop and continuously invent new ways of doing things, I believe it's important to honor and maintain the role of the black matriarch, and I believe it's sacred to not only know what is tradition, but to preserve the tradition and figure out how we can improve upon it without losing its savor. So maybe you put a new spin on a family favorite. As black women constantly redefine ourselves, let's do so by keeping the queen of yesteryears in mind. So today, take time to honor the queens in your family. Find out what makes your family great. And if it's the most wonderful time of the year, then do something wonderful for someone. Now, I'm so excited to share with you the release of my devotional, Jesus, every day a fresh start. This 30-day devotional is sure to bless you each day with a dose of God's word and a rejuvenation to your spirit as I share with you as God has imparted to me. As the year closes, we often reflect on things we could have done differently in the year or simply in our lives. But I invite you to take note of the past, but not dwell on the past. We all make mistakes, we all make wrong turns, and as the Bible says, we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We thank God for grace though. We thank God that at the moment we believe it's time to give up, God is waiting with a fresh start. So be not dismayed or discouraged. God hasn't discarded you or forgotten you. Every day with him is a fresh start. So I love for you to order my devotional and I love for you to take a journey with Jesus and I love to take the journey with you. For more ordering information and for more details on the devotional, please visit my website, www.asdministries.org. Thanks so much for watching and for listening to this episode, Is the Black Matriarch Still the Queen of the Family? 
I'm so excited that you're a part of the Army, and I hope that you will connect with me on social media so that I can learn more about you as you are learning about me. Remember, it is the most wonderful time of the year, so do something wonderful for someone. And before you leave, I'd like to pray with you. God, please take care of the people in my army. And for those who may be hurting, make sure to heal their hearts. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.